Ah, Cripes all Friday. Is it time for another episode of the Cripes cast already? Yes, it is. Oh, real good. Hey, roll the intro song. So roll out the barrel and get the band brewing. Life's got you down. Just keep her moving. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode five of the Cripes cast. Big thanks to all of you who have rated and commented on the Cripes cast on uh, iTunes and Spotify and all that. Really appreciate that. This week's episode is uh, pretty cool. We're talking with Miles Montplaisier, or some of you may know him as Miles, do you betcha guy, the Bush guy. Um, that's probably about it, or just Miles. I don't know. Miles is a good friend of mine. He and I have been collaborating for about a year now. First video we did was School of Ope. And, um, and then recently we got together and did a bunch of collaboration videos and I was on his podcast. He was on mine. We did that in Chautauqua, Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, you know, there's a nice set of lakes they got up there. Nice chain. You know, we did throw a line in the water. Unfortunately did not catch nothing. So, uh, anywho, dad ain't here nor there though. So it's just, it's just what happens sometimes when you go fishing. Okay. By the way, um, I really... If you're watching this on, on YouTube, um, you can see that I really need a new uh, microphone setup. Microphone setup. Uh, right now, it's sitting on top of a uh, tackle box. So uh, that's that's where my budget's at these days, uh, or just laziness is at these days. This, thank you for asking, is a Flambeau uh, tackle box. I got it, I think, when I was in seventh grade, and it's still doing its thing. It's still holding everything together, so I, I, I'm very excited about that. Yes, it does have brandy in it. Anyway, without further ado, here's my conversation. Oh, wait, what are you going to hear today? Well, so here, I think you're going to be very interested in this interview if you have any desire or you know somebody who has a desire to do what Miles and I do and uh, how we did it. So uh, I guess what I'm talking about is just you know having your full-time job being creating videos or, or doing stand-up or or just creating content, running your own business, the ups and the downs and sort of our path to getting where we are today. So I think I think a lot of you will find that interesting. If not, you know, just just rate this interview five stars and skip it. You don't even need to listen to it, but, but, but please rate it. Okay, um, so anyway, here's my conversation with Miles, the You Betcha Guy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cripes Cast podcast. I don't know which episode this is, but you probably do because it's in the title. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk to people for and or from the Midwest. And uh, before we begin, oh, uh, this is Miles, the you betcha guy. Hey there, Miles. How you How's doing? It going? Good. Before we begin, I want to um, tell you our sponsor for this week is the Bass Lake Cheese Factory. Folks, if you're a fan of Bass Lakes and or cheese, head on over to the Bass Lake Cheese Factory. They'll get you plugged up real good. Okay. Any squeaky cheese there, do you I know? bet you they have a lot of squeaky cheese there. I, I don't know that for a fact, but I am going to assume yes, and if they don't, maybe this podcast will inspire them to get that, but I'm I'm gosh darn sure they got that squeaky cheese yep. there. That's the freshness of the cheese. So this is the Cripes cast. This is the Cripes cast podcast. Are you podcast. a big Dumb and Dumber fan? He says Cripes and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Cripes. Well, y- you know, um, are you talking about uh, Jeff Daniels' character? No, I think Jim Carrey says Jim it. Jim Carrey's character. Well, it's, Jeff when he, it, it's when he drops his wallet in the in the news or the newspaper thing. Oh yeah, I think right. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch that. We got a boat going back there. Skier? Uh, no, nope, fishing boat. I'd have to watch that again. But um, anywho, um, Jeff Daniels is actually from the UP. 
So oh, yeah, he's a youper. He's a youper. Uh, Escanaba in the Moonlight, you know, is his is his film and all that. So anyway, uh, but this isn't about him. This is about you right Ooh. now. So you know, I uh, I know you haven't watched any of the episodes yet because <laughs> they don't exist. They don't exist at this point we're in time. This. Yeah, but they will be up soon anyway. But this this podcast is just kind of like you know, just kind of hearing your story, your deal. So uh, if if you guys are not aware out there. Miles and I have been collaborating ever since the fall of last year with our school vote. That was the first yep, it was, video. It was, uh, we showed up. We had never met in person, talked a little on the phone, I think. And it was like an awkward first date. Yeah, we had an awkward hug initially. Yeah, I uh, went in uh, for the hug. Miles, like, kind of pushed back. <laughs> he was like, you know, I don't know you that well yet. You know, he wanted to do, like, a standard uh, golf handshake. You know, like, the kind of handshake well, where I tried you, to dap you up a little bit. Y- you tried to do something. But it was the kind of... You were expecting a meeting, like, when you're going out golfing, I yeah, guess. And then yeah. they, they put someone in your twosome, another twosome in your twosome, and you're like, ah, do I have to play with these guys? You know? And that was the kind of meeting, like, hey, you 100%. know, we're here to do the thing, and then I'm, I'm going to you know, go on my merry small way. small talk, like, huh, so... Uh, how was the drive? <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, it's uh, cool, how, huh? How's your steak? Yeah, it's 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 okay. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of what it was like. Yeah. And, um, but we pushed past that. Um, I think, I think I honestly, I, I walked away and I was like, I'm pretty sure he was kind of like doing, he's right now what he's doing right now. He's kind of giving me the like side eye. Like, I don't know about this guy and work with this guy. Yeah. But, uh, all I know is for the, the only time in our relationship, you were more prepared than I was for yeah. the video shoot. <laughs> I wanted to put my best foot forward, and also I wanted you uh, to 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 you know be fooled into thinking I had my stuff together. Yeah, we are both notoriously underprepared when it comes to all of our sketches. Um, many of them we basically don't even have a script for, and uh, that's okay. Some of them work out well, like the two guys in a bar video that we did. No script. It was half half script. We had outline. We had an outline. Oh, did we? Well, you must have because yeah. i did not um so yeah we, but but well you had the idea on that because you came up with it in your podcast right yeah we just take things and we put either guys in front of it <laughs> or, or midwest, midwest in front that's of it. the secret uh for any of you looking to do what we do you might have to rename your podcast to the guys cripe <laughs> cripes cast or the midwest cripes cast and then it'll be good yeah i think you're onto something there so uh well let's get let's get into your story uh where do you come from where where i am from from fargo north dakota born and raised um i spent some time in minnesota in college right across the river Mm -hmm. uh, in moorhead minnesota i uh also spent every summer in detroit lakes minnesota my parents got a cabin there um and uh so I grew up kind of North Dakota, Minnesota area, um, and uh, after college, I got an exercise science degree. So I'm an exercise scientist. Not Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know <sighs> there's there's no greater uh, show of fitness. Yeah. So than Miles, uh, if you, you guys bet need you any uh, fitness tips, just hit me up. I got them all for you. Body by Bush now is what I like <laughs> to say, and uh, so. 
after college, I was like, I'm not going to do that because I was a personal trainer for nine months and uh-huh. I absolutely hated it. Yeah. Mostly because I didn't really care about if people were getting results. I just wanted them when they were there to just have a good time, you know? Like, yeah. I just want you to enjoy your workout, you know? And it didn't breed well for getting hard results in the training world. So, so you were more buddy buddy with your clients. I was the people's trainer, is what You're, I like, yeah, to, like yeah. to say. And uh, so then. After that, I worked concrete uh, for a year or so with my dad. That's what we did growing up because he owns a concrete company. And I said, you know what? I like concrete, but I don't like it that much. And uh, me and another guy started up a marketing company and pulled the wool over some poor business's eyes and told them we knew what we were doing and figured it out along the way. And then somewhere in that couple years after, dreamt up the idea for You Betcha and uh, just started posting content got one video to blow up then it's just how do we replicate that and just kind of snowballed from there as you probably imagine yeah well before we get to how you bet you blew up because i'm very curious in like your first video and all that sort of stuff and i'm sure the folks out there listening at home are, are curious about that too but i kind of want to touch on this whole concrete business so yes. your dad owns the concrete business yep. it, how what, what's his name his name is mike but mike we call him bud bud got it yep. is, is it short for buddy uh, yes, because okay. the joke back then, so there's a lot of bits that come out of working concrete. I could if imagine. You, if you don't build a good culture and have just bits on bits on bits, it's tough work and you just won't be able to survive the day. Sure. And so it was always a joke that when you were sucking up to my dad, talking to him up there, we'd be like, oh, look at him up there, best buddies. Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah. He's hanging out with Bud, and then it just snowballed from there. And for like four or five years, we had no idea we called him Bud behind his back. And then I think like my sister spilled the beans. Oh, really? So now we just call him Bud. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, I like that story. So, and then your mom, is she involved in that business at all? And what's, what's your mom's name? My mom's name's Mary. Okay. Mary so we Jane. Got Mary and Bud. Mary Jane and Bud. Yep. Wow. Mm. Now that's interesting. Yeah. Buds and Mary Jane. That could, we could, yeah. this could take uh, us down a whole different we'll path. We'll just leave it at that though. We will we'll leave, leave it, it at that. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, that's actually very funny because I never put those two together. Well, I'm here to well, put those together. There's been a lot of together. Mary Jane jokes. You yeah, know, but sure. Sure. Mary Jane and Bud. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so is, is is it's your dad's business? Did you is your mom involved in the business as well? Yeah, she uh, she'll she'll help out. She uh, but she mostly was a stay at home mom for us growing up. That's cool. Um, and so uh, that was nice. I uh, were you a rascal growing up? Were you a real pain I in the ass? I could be a rascal at times. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't necessarily the. I was pretty mouthy. Okay. I uh, would argue a lot with my parents. Um. And uh, turns out though that that's great for podcasting as an adult. Yeah, because, you, know, no. you just debate all day long. But uh, yeah, when your parents are trying to get you to do something and you just question and argue everything they say, turns out they don't like that very much. Yeah, so. you're a real instigator, that's for sure. I do like to instigate, a little devil's advocate, really. And you got two brothers and a sister, yeah. Yep. Okay. Two brothers and a sister. Where do you fall in line? I am well. So they're my two older siblings are half siblings. Okay. And then me and my younger brother are full siblings. So it's like I'm kind of a middle child uh-huh. as well as the oldest. It's kind of a di- weird dynamic that way. But Yeah, that um, is, you kind of have a middle child vibe, I would say. You yeah, know, uh, probably lean more middle child than, a, than oldest child for sure. Sure, sure. Now, your older brother is a craft brewer, is he not? He is. Um, How does that go? Is there a uh, a warring uh, dynamic in the family? You uh, know, do you drink his beer? He luckily can take a joke. Okay. Um, I have had his beer before. Obviously, I'm going to support my brother. Of course. Um, but I was I have been up front with him and say that you know, man, I 
respect what you're doing, but definitely going to choose the bush light over your beer any day of the week. No, yeah. um, but what's funny is I actually think that having a brother who owns a craft brewery gives me hand-to-hand first-person view on the craft community so that I can make fun of them. Sure. No, it, and in fact, you, that's one of my favorite videos, your craft brewer uh, videos. Uh, those yep. are or craft beer the, drinker. With the beanie that's with almost beanie. falling off my head the whole time. And the bike. Yeah. And uh, the whole the the whole dynamic. Well, not, you hit it well. It's not biking. It's cycling. It's cycling. That's right. That's yeah. right. Th- thank you for r- you yeah. know reminding Get me of right, what your please. jokes were. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I should have done more research before doing this. Okay, so I don't think you did any research. I before did nothing. This. Absolutely yeah. not. This is all off the top of my head. That's mm-hmm. the fun part about it. But I'm asking you. I don't need to do research. I can get firsthand knowledge of it. And I, I, your Wikipedia page isn't up to date. Uh, I, do I have a Wikipedia? I don't page? know. I, don't I never. Think I, do. I never looked. Uh, well, anyway. Um, this, this can help update it a little bit. So, so you're growing up, you're doing your thing. Uh, w- when did you, now let's get back to the concrete thing. Cause that's what I wanted to talk about. So what was your job in the concrete company? I uh, just, a, just a laborer, you know, well, uh, we, 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 I was on the, uh, the wall crew, the basement crew. Okay. So they had two crews. They had the flat crew that would do roads and stuff floors. No, the, they were more residential, commercial, okay. not not like roads and pouring the all basement the, foundation basement, and all that. Well, no, just know? the basement floor, yeah, the driveway, floor, the yeah. sidewalks, the patios, and okay. then we did the uh, basement walls and footings. Nice. So, so you, when we were in the basement of this Airbnb where we we're staying at in Chitek, Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen, did you look at the basement floor at all and and see if it was a good job and all? Well, that? Well, there was carpet down, so it's tough to. Uh, see that, but okay. I did, I, it felt good underneath my feet. You know, okay. sometimes when you wear concrete for, for a long time, you just sense good concrete, and and I could just sense that uh, that that it was just rock solid concrete underneath. Well, feet. you know what I found interesting is that you knew there was carpeting in the basement. You stayed upstairs. I stayed in the basement, you know, and I didn't, I couldn't have told you that there was carpeting on the basement floor. So you're an observant basement dweller, even though you didn't spend much time down there. Yeah. So I, uh, I always got to check out what's going on in the basement. You know, that's where I live for, for a while. So it's good. Now, did you like the concrete business? Uh, I liked the, the camaraderie that comes with concrete. Mm-hmm. All of the bits, all the jokes, all of the stupid sayings that get said every single day you show up to that. Give us one of them. Um, we we would say uh, every single time someone would, like, my dad would come to the job site and say, hey, you need to go pick this up, this material up, so you get to drive 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back, and basically knock off a whole hour of the day. So we'd say stuff like, oh, well, it's easy day for Charlie. He gets yeah. to go ride in the car while we're out here. You know, in the in the heat, sweating. Yeah. Um. So a lot of easy day for blank. Got it. Um, got it. We even did that after, let's say you moved on and got a different job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We would still go, you know, easy day for Charlie's uh, working that bank job, whatever, and so stuff like that. So they're saying easy day for Miles. He's drinking again. <laughs> oh, I bet that gets said once in a while. I don't know. Yeah. Or they're resentful that I got out, you know? Yeah, probably resentful. Well, I mean, you, you, so let's talk about that transition. So you're doing concrete for a little bit and then you go work for well, it. Well, we go on, I go on seasonal unemployment. Okay. In up here in the, in the winter, you can't pour concrete in the winter or you could try it'd be terrible. Okay. So you basically get seasonal unemployment. You get three months off in the winter. Went on that and I said, I got to use this as an opportunity to not have to go work concrete in the spring. And so that we had a few months where we just started it up, 
convinced a few people to uh, sign up for our content, social media marketing stuff. That was it. You were a social media marketing yeah, we, content creator. You were a production company, essentially. Yeah, yeah. We would also help with the concepts and, and come up with different campaigns and whatnot. Um, we definitely were not very good at the start, mm-hmm. uh, but it just took reps. Yeah. And I actually think that that laid the foundation for the Betcha stuff. So um, we made a little bit of money and uh, basically had the foundation concrete foundation do you see what he did there folks that's a play on words and he was able to tie in part of his past into his future self so that was real good no i think that's interesting and it's interesting what you said about the the reps because i was also in the production side of the world journalist right i was a journalist i also worked for a production company i did a lot i did some editing i did a lot of that but it's funny when you uh need to do that stuff because you need to make it look good for someone else I, i don't know if you found this did you find out you were like pulling out your hair trying to get someone else's content to be good and yeah well what i what frustrated me and what i didn't like about the service like the service type of industry like you're going to provide a service for someone is even though they're paying you to make good decisions yeah they still will have an opinion that just basically screws up your whole concept right you know it's like you plan out your campaign this way because of a certain reason they come in and change it and it's like well now it doesn't serve the purpose that it was and so that was the most frustrating thing for me um you definitely do like rake over the whole video to make sure that it's good because they're going to notice something's wrong with it whereas the general public maybe not because they're like i'm paying for this it better be good yeah 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 so you you've got this thing you're making this content for how long like a year how Uh, long two years we we two years yeah and did did, when was it that you decided okay i gotta just start doing my own thing we started in the summer of 2018 okay so we're coming up here what's the day today i don't know max june something june 18th tomorrow is the two-year anniversary of you bet you know what's funny i just thought about this yesterday was the three-year anniversary of Man Talk Minute. There we go. Wow. So, folks, what Miles is trying to this tell you. This is a birthday back in, party. <laughs> back in 2018, Miles was, you know, watching the Man Talk Minute, and he was probably like, you know, I can do this only better. And uh, <laughs> he found a way to do it uh, better in many regards. And then, uh, you know, I just copied him, and I found a way to... Uh, do it better than him, and then he did it better than me again. That's and what this is all about, Charlie. We just have to keep doing it better than each other. That's it. That's it. Um, but uh, so you, you started. So what was the first thing you published? I posted like posted. this really crappy montage video with like a weird voiceover from me talking about the Midwest because it it's that's where it started. It started that I just wanted to be like a Midwest pride type of page. Yeah. Yeah. And it was about like hot dish and going to the lake and all yeah. that stuff. And it was really, really, uh, it's just corny. It was yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, well, let's put myself in front of the, we, I, th- I actually thought it was going to be a meme page. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I actually uh, came up with some absolute fire memes for a while there, but it just wasn't getting enough traction for me. Yeah. So then I uh, started going in front of the camera, and that's when it really started taking off. Um, first video in front of the camera? Uh, first video in front of the camera would have been, oh, uh, it's close. I w- The Bush Latte 
video was one of the first ones in there. Uh, I also did a cooler comparison. Mm-hmm. That's where kind of the uh, hate for Yeti came from. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then eventually it's the the bush light versus the spotted cow, which really blew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, that was and at your... that time we had like fifteen hundred followers or so, and uh-huh. so like I to this day I think like those first fifteen hundred followers on Facebook were like the day one people that you yeah. know put us on to get where we are now you know yeah those are the hardest to get you know yeah. um so when your first video blew up because i think everyone's got that story their first in this industry their first video blowing up what was your thought what was your reaction what was your fear well so what's fun what's funny about that is i held on to that video for like a couple weeks okay because i was like i wasn't like nervous but i was kind of like you know it was it was good but i was like i don't think i was that funny in it yeah like i, I wasn't it wasn't like a video that was like joke heavy. Yeah, yeah. The time I just didn't know what I was doing, so I was like, I don't know. We'll post that when, you know, I got an opening in this stuff. Yeah. And um, we shot it on like a Sunday at the lake late. Um, it was just kind of a mess. Like we we just shot everything on an iPhone at that point, and yeah. so we had like a microphone plugged into an iPhone run under the table. It was like this really long <laughs> microphone. Uh, I, thing. I've, I've still got those ones. Yeah, yeah. Under the table, up underneath my shirt, and it was just a hack job of an edit. Yeah. We only shot it in vertical. We didn't even shoot <laughs> it horizontal. Yeah. Um, and then like in the video, we had a, a real uh, interaction with my neighbor. Like that was authentic. Like the neighbor lady was like oh yeah she's doing so great swimming you know whatever and i was like under my breath because you could hear it here i was like not to brag like <laughs> cool it lady and Weird then my flex. neighbor didn't see that video f- until for like a full year uh-huh and then she finally saw it and she was like came over and was like are you serious you put that in your video you made me sound like such a like a braggy naggy neighbor so that was actually pretty funny so that happens, and I'm like, holy crap, this is insane. You know, you hit a million views for the first time, and your head's kind of exploding. My brain went right to, this is awesome, but now people are going to want more, and, like, I'm going to have to figure out how to do this again. Yeah, it's And I don't pressure. even know how I did it the first time. Right, right. You know, I just turned the camera on type of thing. Yeah, so so from there, so you, you felt a lot of pressure and you felt uh, you didn't know where you were going to go. So where did you decide to go then? How did uh, did you say, okay, did you double down it on within your commitment at that time? Like, were you saying, okay, every week now, did you already have a schedule at that point? Yeah, we had a schedule. It was pretty loose. And um, when you say we, who's we? Me. Yeah, I say we a lot when it's just uh, me in a lot of regards. Now it's not just me. There, there's Max right yeah. back there, and, and I got a bunch of people. But I think that that breeds helping, good culture, you know. It's, yeah, it's about it's, we, not yeah. not I. So, uh, well, I have a couple uh, personalities, so I say we because I I yeah. have you know you few people living in my head at schizo. any given time. Well, I don't think it's quite there, but you know, it's just it's two folks, it's two folks hanging You're out still in the young. noggin. You're I'm still, still young. young. I could get more. Um, so so and. And, and were you committed every week at that point? Or? Um, yeah, I was trying to post as much as I could. Yeah. I still was working that uh, content job, you know, I was trying to do stuff there. So this was kind of a side gig for about the first six months. Yeah. Um, but after that is when we w- were able to monetize on Facebook. And I remember I made like... The first day we had monetization, I made like 27 cents on Facebook. Yeah. And I was like... like holy crap this is this is it yeah if i can make this work we can make this work yeah and uh so 
Yeah, I just remember I was like in my parents' kitchen f- for some reason. I was like, guys, I made 27 <laughs> cents. And they're like, yes. Because at this point, my parents are like, you're a loser because <laughs> like you're not doing anything. You're just shooting videos and posting them on the internet. You're making no money. Yeah. Um. So when I told them that there's a way to make money, they were like, thank God he can eat. Well, <coughs> are you well, okay? It had some, I, I swallowed a bug there. It's uh, good protein. You know, bugs are actually the protein source of the future, folks. Okay, so remember that. Okay. Uh, sorry, I had to get a plug in there for the bugs, you yeah. know. Um, no, but I think what's uh, interesting or what's cool, and a lot of people out there are probably thinking, like, they well, they want to do this thing. I get a lot of messages for people asking yep. for advice. So I'd be interested in your advice, but I'll just start with an observation. You got a job in the in the relative vicinity of something you wanted to yep. do, which was producing content for somebody else. So that's how you can learn the ropes, I think, on somebody else's dime. So, yeah, like what I would say is even if you are like, you know, working a bank job and you don't want to go do a con, like be a start a business and do a freelance thing. Mm hmm. Uh, the best advice is, you know, do some planning, yep. right? Like have a concept that's good. Yeah. Bounce it off some people. Yeah. If people get it, then you're like, okay, I got something. Then you just got to start posting stuff. Yeah. And I tell you this about this podcast. Yeah. It still isn't posted. And you just relax. But okay. You, you'll post the, you'll post this content. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll get immediate feedback. Right. No one liked that. Yeah. Is that because the content was bad or was it because I just don't have any followers yet? Mm-hmm. Then it's, you know, if you got 500 bucks, run some ads to get some initial followers. Like yeah. you, there's a lot of strategy that goes behind it. So I would do that. Um, is you got to like just put it out there and adjust over yeah. and over and over and over again. Right. It, it, well, what you're describing too is what a lot of startups are good at. You know, they're, they're good at uh, being like a little nimble, like a scalpel, you know, whereas yeah. big companies are like that hatchet, you know, they're like this, they, they, they wait a long time to pull the trigger and then they maybe change too much. So you don't know what worked or what didn't. Well, it's just, you can't make plans either. Yeah. Anytime you make long-term plans in the content game, mm-hmm. unless it's maybe like planning a video shoot two months from now, yeah, it's just you're going to have different vibes. You're going to have different mentality. You're going to have different content two months from now because that's how fast it moves. Mm-hmm. So you got to do a lot of playing it by ear. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think you got to just post. And then the this is the one that really took us the next level is you can't have blinders like a horse does when they're when they're racing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be able to look to your left and right mm-hmm. and uh, emulate and copy and steal and repackage um, stuff from other people, and that's what we do with each other back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what took us to the next level is look at what's working and just copy what they're doing, not like – well. Let me strategies, yeah, 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 strategies. Yes, exactly. What kind of photos are they posting? You know, what are they putting the meme banner on the top? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Not like the actual content, but right. you know, look, do a lot of observing and emulate what's going on. And just to double down on that too, because you know, earlier in this thing, I said I copied you, and I do. I copy your strategy because uh, a lot of times, not just yours, but a bunch of yeah. a bunch of big. I look for the big creators, especially the big creators in my space, and say. How often are they? You copy their schedules. You copy their like their. Which might end up bad because then we're all doing the same schedule, and it may not be the right uh, one. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, well, and 
that's the thing you got to adjust. I mean, I think I, I used to post on Mondays and I switched to Tuesdays because we were doing joint videos yeah. and you post yours on Tuesdays. So I was like, all right, I'll post. And I just decided I was Monday mornings was when I just did it because I thought that's what I should do. But then as you do it long enough, you realize that Monday morning is not a great time to post because uh, for whatever reason, that's not when as many people, people are there. People it's more, are getting back to work. Right. They're... You know, they're tired, they're whatever. They're not necessarily wanting to sit and watch a four-minute video. Right. Got to come back and do all their emails after a long weekend and all that. Yeah, yeah. And and then again, to clarify, again, it's not about copying the content. It's kind of like musicians. They use chord progressions and patterns yeah. that are similar because that's they music. They put their own flair you know? on it. And the music, I guess, of this or the 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 concept is like your schedules, your rhythm, your whatever, your, um, you, you know, you know, all, all the minutia of it that gets people down. And so if you're a creator, you're curious about it, just, just create your content. Content's always king. It's gotta yep. be a good video. But then if you're confused about when do I post off, no, what, just copy mouse, you know, it's, <laughs> it's got, he, cause he copied somebody else, you know, I'll put a disclaimer that I'm not claiming any sort of expertise. <laughs> no, when well, none not, of us have the yeah. expertise and, but it, that's a nice way to but not the thing get is bogged too, down. Like, People think that we have some magic formula that worked for us. It's just not true. It's no. we have formulas of why we do things and whatnot, but there's no specific reason why we do things that don't work. We do things that do work. It's all about testing and learning and figuring it all out. So, um, yeah, it's there's strategies and stuff that have proven to work that we use. But it's not like it's not changing every month or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, at one point when I was getting going, I just committed to making a video a week. And yeah. I didn't always hit the week, but I, 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 for the most part, video week, video week, video week. Then the, I did the Man to Walk Minute for my week's video. That video just took off. So I was like, okay, now I'm on to something. So it's like when something takes off, like when your comparison video took off, yeah. you didn't just say, okay, now I got to find something completely different. You did a series of those. Well, and, you know, we... Uh that's kind of our first year was built off that our comparison mm -hmm. talking to the camera worked mm -hmm. and so we did that for a year and we started started to see it kind of slide a little bit mm -hmm. and uh so that's why we saw other people having success with skits yeah and so then we were like let's just go all in on skits for one month and see mm -hmm. what happens and you get a few of them to work and so then you just start building on that and that's kind of how we got where we are today. So. Yeah, a lot of the experimentation in and along the way. So, um, and the other thing is collaborations. Uh, I've done obviously collaborations with you. That's how we uh, met. Uh, we've done, you know, used a bunch of people. Uh, who's been your favorite collaboration so far, aside from me? Aside from you? Yeah, aside from me. I know I was um, by far your favorite. Well, uh, you know? So now you have to collabing with Taylor Kalmus, dude. Dad is always fun. Yeah, Taylor's um, he great. He's you and I are very similar in our styles. Uh -huh. He's a lot more structured. Yeah. Which I think is good. Taylor shows up to a shoot with like a, a, a shot list and like his Spielberg hat on. Well, and he had and already scoped out the area. Yeah, he, he do location shoots. He, he's really yeah. good to shoot with. He'll so do a lot he's of always work. fun to, to work with. And literally the two videos that I have the most views on, sorry, Charlie, are with him. You're in. You're in husbands of Target, so that's yeah, fine. I guess I'm in that. But, that wasn't uh, my idea. Though, so he's so. always great. Um, I really enjoyed working with Brent Pella. Have you worked with Brent Pella? Yeah, 
he is just like no i mean i know i know brent yeah, yeah. he just like brings a good energy and a good vibe yeah and uh kind of fun to work with and it was uh so i liked i liked working with him yeah yeah um yeah i, I enjoy his content as well um he's a little more in your face than i am yeah and you us combined um, but I think that's like a West Coast thing. Yeah, it, and it's it's fun to find uh, those sort of juxtapositions of look uh, at that word. What juxtaposition? You know, folks, a <laughs> juxtaposition is you put two dissimilar things together and they play off each other. Yep. Okay, so there you go. That's your di- right click define. Oh, there, there. That's what that word means. So uh, that was impressive. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. So where do you see uh, the f- what what you've created is a little bit different than what I've created in the sense that like my things like on the Charlie Barron's page for the most part, you are creating like more of a over or have always created a brand, yes. you know? Yeah. And I, uh, I did that mostly to give myself options. You yeah. know, uh, I, you know, you're a stand up comedian. I do not consider myself like a purebred comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, I view myself more as like a content entertainment kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And so it gives me options to be able to, we started streaming on Twitch. Yeah. It gives us the option of bringing other guys, other personalities and work them into the mix. Um, mostly because I think that's great for longevity of the, of the brand and being able to do this for a long time. Cause I don't want to go back to work in concrete. Yeah, so. You know, I, I, although that might make a good, uh, series down the line. You yeah. Know? Well, that'd be a great, like, yeah. Like internet series, yeah. uh, the job site. Yeah. The job site. That's good. Uh, cool. Uh, the copyright is Cripescast, the job site. Okay. So <laughs> that's a verbal copyright. Uh, that, that, that's there. a verbal copyright. So what, what do you love about? about the Midwest. Why did you decide a Midwest brand? I mean, you're, you're from Fargo, Fargo, obviously very Midwest, but what, what is it about the Midwest that, that you loved going into this? Well, So here's actually, I mean, obviously I loved it, but the, the idea going into it is I was a little bit fed up with everyone acting like the coast is like the best place to live and be ever. Right. And I hated that. It's like, People are like, oh, well, if you want to get big or you want to do something great, you got to go to a bigger city or you got to go to the coast, L.A., New mm. York, whatever. And it's like, I was kind of like, that's kind of bull crap. I don't, mm. I don't really love that. Like, I love living where I'm at and uh, I love the lifestyle. It's got uh, Fargo is a, a great city because it's kind of got a little bit of flair of being a smaller area mm-hmm. and you can drive 20 minutes out of town. You're in a small town. Mm-hmm. Or uh, or it's got that you know downtown city type of energy as well, and so it kind of is a good combination. But mostly was just sick of everyone acting like the Midwest is the worst place to be, flyover state crap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, this place I actually really like it, mm-hmm. and uh, let's make the Midwest cool. Yeah, I I do like that mentality, and especially you know I I left the Midwest. I I went to Los Angeles, Dallas, uh, the East Coast. I was doing like news, and I was doing entertainment or whatever. And when I graduated, there wasn't really the democratization of content that's going on today. I mean, there were yeah. platforms, yep. but you couldn't make oh, money you're old. on. Yeah, you're I'm old. old. Yeah. yeah, is what I'm really. That was what I was really trying to get across. I'm old, and uh, thanks, Miles, for uh, knocking <laughs> knocking that uh, point home. Um, let's cut him from the podcast. 
podcast actually max let's we're, we're done yeah yeah, yeah mute his mic yeah. for the rest well, has of the my time. mic even been turned on no this whole time? no i wanted to wait for the old comment he always makes fun of me for that so no but that is true i am old i mean i graduated in the recession actually or you know oh nine so that's how old i am and uh when i went out to try and get a job there wasn't really one for me in the midwest the first job i got was in la in that production side of the deal yep. but What's so true about today is, yeah, I mean, you have you have TikTok, you have Facebook, you have Instagram, and all that stuff you can do from here. And people like you graduated to see, in 09. so yeah, like Facebook was just starting to get rolling and all that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well honestly, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's true. That's true. And YouTube and and all of that. And YouTube was a, f- a few years before, but but still, now what what I find that people are most interested in, even my Los Angeles connections in the um, entertainment deal, is they want authenticity and. They they don't want just another comedian who, who yeah. left their thing and is living in L.A. That or whatever. and does all that. You yeah, know? and not to say that every... I know plenty of comedians out in L.A. They don't pander. They, they have their own very unique brand and it's very good. Yeah. But I, I it's not the only option is what I'm saying is what's, what you're saying. So I think that's cool. Now, what is it about the Midwest that you love so much? Um, I love that I can go to any state in the Midwest and I can feel like I belong there. I can walk into any bar. I can belly up to any bar, and uh, we're all just the same. Yeah. You know, it's you, y'all. T- we all talk the same. We all have the same values. We all obviously there's anomalies, whatever. But you know, generally we all believe in the same stuff. There's a code of Midwest um, Midwestness, mm-hmm. and uh, I just love that uh, it feels like we are one group, even though we're such a large area. Mm-hmm. Um, we all do the same stuff. We all ope together. Yeah. We all, uh, yeah. we all, uh, love going to a small town bar and, uh, and throwing back a few. And, and I, I just, that's what I like about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I think that there's a lot of, um, and people often don't see like there, there's a lot of diversity in the Midwest too. And I, you know, obviously we have our, our issues with that or whatever, but I think the aspiring to is that, uh, we have a good pla- a, a good foundation of I think like being nice and respectful and all that sort of stuff, which I think we can aspire to on a larger scale as the Midwest sort of grows, even diversifies more. But I think what's cool about what you and I do is we I hope. Uh, certainly my intention is to take away just the cliche of the Midwest, even though my character it starts so, with the cliche. Yeah, we, we hammer home the cliche to almost make it uncliche. I don't know if that makes I, sense. I, yeah, no, I, I think it's you start with what everybody's saying you are. You start with that box and, and you start with those common recognition triggers and then you sort of work your way out of that box. Well, I think it's even celebrating the stupid stuff that we do and I making absolutely. it like we we own this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a big thing. And like I will get messages and comments all the time that are people like, I've never been to the Midwest, but you your page makes me want to move there. I, yeah, I get I Which get. is like the best compliment I could ever get. Because totally like I said compliment. at the beginning is... We're trying to make the Midwest cool mm-hmm. and show people that the Midwest is a great place to be, and it's not some flyover state. Um, we we have the internet. We 
we uh, don't ride horses everywhere anymore, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, it's not that way. Well, and I, I do hope that, you know, obviously we're, we're you know, the two two voices in it. We're not the voice. I, I never want to be, like, known as the voice. There are so many different voices, but I hope that what, like, you've done and what I've done can at least, like, tell everybody, all the, the diverse voices in the Midwest or whatever, that they, you know, have this platform, too, and, and they can monetize it and they can whatever. And I hope even in this podcast, we can offer a little bit of a roadmap for how to do that. So um, we're living in a time where you can go from wherever you are to wherever you want to go by sheer hard work, talent and being a little savvy. Mm -hmm. That's you combine those three things together. You can pretty much do anything with what the internet's got for you. So yeah, I, I I think I think you're right. I think because it it in many ways the democratization of of these platforms. It doesn't matter as long as you have the starting point of like a a phone, for instance, that can shoot video. You've got something. You right. have a starting point. And what's beautiful about the internet is there's no gatekeeper. There's right. no one standing there going, "Let me watch that video." Yeah, that's not good enough. To the back of the line, try again. Right. It's you post it, you let the market decide. Mm-hmm. You let the world decide if they like it and if it's good, not some guy in a suit telling you that you're good or you're not good. Exactly. Which is the definition of what Los Angeles is. You know, it's like this, I don't think this will work, but but do you really not? You know, so it is it is it's very nice to see this uh happening. Uh where do you want to see where's your dream like like to see you betcha going? What what's your a- end goal if you have one? And I know you just said that you don't like uh doing the end goal things. Yeah, I think that if you have a, a overlying end spot that you kind of just build one step at a time as you're going. It's a classic, uh, just start building the house and write the blueprint as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have an idea for the house, but, um, what's still, your idea? So the idea is just that we're building a multimedia company that is bigger than me, you uh-huh. know, that, um, has other Midwest personalities that catches more audience than just the audience that we have. You know, I, I think that in you betcha, we, there stands to be, uh, a great personality for uh, a woman that is Midwest and mm-hmm. loves that and kind of puts her own spin on it. Yeah. You know, adding other personalities, um, uh, you know, growing more podcasts, doing stuff like that and just giving the Midwest more of a rounded out um, content creation. You know, we haven't even touched much of like food and fashion and all that stuff that we all participate in on a daily basis, but it's like, like that's the example of you know all the anyone in the Midwest gets all their fashion advice from everyone on the coast. Why why can't we have the, some fashion advice come from the Midwest? I like that. You know what I mean? Like just stuff like that, and yeah. and grow it into a to to more stuff, more content, um, and uh, be uh, for the Midwest. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, uh, what is your, um, advice to, uh, uh, we, and we touched on this a lot of bit, uh, a lot, but w- what is your, oh, no, no, is that a raindrop? Folks, uh, recently I've been getting into bird watching, uh, quite a no, bit. That, that's a rain. That's not a raindrop. That's bird stuff. Oh, you got, I, bird, I, you got crapped on? I found it. I found a flyer. I think that's I hilarious. You're the bomb. bird watching guy and now, you guys got... We talked about this in Miles' podcast and basically what we... Hang on, Max, how are we doing on time? Do we have to stop the camera? How long have we been going? 30 minutes. Do we have to stop the camera at 30 minutes? 
We're good. Oh, oh, you have your camera. Yeah. Oh, that camera. That's bad that you don't even know that that's your guys' <sighs> camera. I have no idea. You know, Max does a great job. And what's that? No, I don't need a paper towel. He's a bird watcher. This is like a this is like a badge that he just receives. Like if he's in the Boy Scouts, yeah, he just got like, pooped on a bird. It's it's a bird, bird watching bird baptism. Badge. Uh, my mom's not gonna like that joke, but uh, <laughs> Catholic, you know. Uh, but no, I so I during the quarantine, I explained this on Miles's podcast. But basically, uh, I, I put up a couple bird feeders, or actually, my downstairs. You know, I'm I'm in a duplex dirt guy, and my downstairs neighbors put up these beautiful bird feeders, and then I moved my desk over to the window and I just started watching birds and, and I really got into it and I had Orioles and the whole nine. And then I really got into it when uh, the, the Scarlet Tanager showed up and I was like, oh, I have never seen a Scarlet Tanager. And, Legendary. And the, the red on this bird is like un, uh, unlike anything I've ever seen in the wild. And so I really, I bought some binoculars and the whole nine really got into bird watching. Anyway, so it, we could call it ironic that a bird crapped on me in this podcast. But anyway, my question before all this was what is, um, what is your, uh, uh, shoot. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. What is your advice? Stop. What are you doing? Stop no, talking the, to Max. The wind Stop is blowing in the microphone. Oh, I thought he was, I and thought you he didn't was... even notice, but me and Max are on the same page here. So I got to cover the mic. Oh, so the cover the mics. Yeah. I don't really care about that. It's, it's the natural, uh, uh the deal. Max you know? is going to kill you. What yeah, was the sorry, question? Max. I'm sorry. not editing this anyway. Uh, sorry, Max. Uh, I should edit. That should be my pants. My question is, What's your advice to somebody who wants to be part of of your Midwest brand? You know what I mean? They're, they're from the Midwest or, or uh, whatever, and they want to like, what What are you looking for? Because you just said you were looking for to bring some people on board. So what what's your advice to those people? I recommend that people, if you think that you'd be a good personality, start doing it on your own. Mm-hmm. Don't do a bunch of like, oh, I, got a, I did a few videos that are funny, but I, you've never posted them to the world. I think that... I think that that is, uh, I think that's a bad strategy. Yeah. Um, I, I am look, you know, we've talked internally, like when do we find a new person? And I think that it, it comes from someone who's already in it. The, the man, the man in the arena type of speech that it's not someone who is like, you know, I think I'd be good. You should hire me or we should do this. It's like, no, you've never posted anything in your life. How do I know you're good? I don't know. How do I know that the market thinks you're good? Mm-hmm. Um, just start posting stuff, and if you're good, stuff will start blowing up, and you got a good strategy. Um, so, don't. This sounds so mean, but like, don't message the patients. Say, "Hey, I got a great idea for a podcast or anything like that." Do the great idea first, then we can talk. I like it. I like yeah. it. Just do show, don't tell, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now, in each of these podcasts, I give my uh, podcast guest a gift. Okay, and I'm looking around, and he has zero gifts here, so I'm very interested to no, see no, no. what he's going to Typi- pull out of his ass. No, no, no. It's true. It's true. <laughs> typically, <laughs> typically, this is a gift that I buy off Craigslist. Okay, but here's the thing, and and here's you here, forgot. Of course, <laughs> I forgot. I totally forgot until I was like, wait, what's my last question? Oh yeah, it's the whole gift thing. So now this is actually a really important lesson in the making right now. And I have a big improv background. Okay. So improv is basically, you know, um, you find your way out of a hole all the time. So I was thinking, you know, and I asked that last question. I didn't care about the answer. I was just trying to delay until I could figure out what I give them. You know, <laughs> do I give them like what my wallet is or something in my wallet? Do I, do I, do I have a token or something? But no, I, I don't. But what I do have ladies and gentlemen is, uh, miles did this hilarious video about being a Packers fan. And if you haven't checked it out, you should check it out, especially if you're, you're a Packers fan. And, um, what I do have is hang on, hang on. 
pause it because I thought I had my the, the right hat on, but I don't. So pause it. I would it. take that hat Actually, over the one you're going to give me. No, you, you, this, <laughs> to, to, to Duluth hat, shout out to Duluth. Um, uh, Miles, just talk to, to my audience for a little bit while I go get your uh, present, okay? So uh, Charlie's Cripes cast audience, this is nothing short of classic Charlie Barron's here. Um, I've been dealing with this for about the last eight months of I talk about building the house with the or build start building the house and then the blueprint. That's truly how Charlie lives his entire life. Um, but he is very great at uh, improv and so it works for him. I don't think it would necessarily work out 100% great for me. Um, but as you can see, he is uh, he basically just gave me free merchandise is what this is gonna be. so, um, wow, real original, real original, just pulled this merchandise out of nowhere. Now, folks, I'm not sure uh, what Miles just told you there. I'm not sure what Miles just told you, but there's a 48% that it's 100% accurate. Okay. Now there's a, there's a 52% chance there's some BS in there. Okay. So it's viewer's choice. Anywho, the gift I'm going to give uh, Miles is yes, Game obviously worn. The, I wore this yesterday. I swat in it. Okay. Uh, it's gold packers and fudge the bears. Okay. Except it's not fudge, but I'm not going to say the F word cause I don't want Max to have to edit it out. And he's just, <laughs> He's did you see how good that. I was at not swearing on your podcast? You did a real good job. And, and crap? <laughs> well, crap's fine. You know, honestly. Well, I mean, I censored it to crap. I self-censored myself for oh, you. Oh, that's good. I mean, we've we've sworn on here before. I just, you know, I got, you know, my mom don't like that too much there. So, anywho, Catholic. this made in the U.S. Okay. And, and now he it's just dirty. got it all dirty. It's all dirty. But, you know, it, it looks better, you know. So, you know, to put that over your merch right now. Uh Anywho, that's you can find my merch at ohubetcha.com. That's <laughs> ohhubetcha.com. Okay, beep that out and put manitowalkminute.com. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's how we're gonna do that. All right, so that's that's my gift to you. Okay, it's real nice, a nice hat. You know, don't wear it uh, just in one place. Wear it. Uh, you know, it goes with your nectar, the it God shirt. From your uh, it does sweat smells. I, I sweat in it, as I says to you. So, anywho, uh, Miles, thanks so much. It's really been a pleasure. Oh, uh, Charlie, this, doing this this gift means a lot. I appreciate it. It does. Pre-bent, yeah, it's printed in Wisconsin, Ambient Inks in Eau Claire. So yeah. there you go. It's made in the Midwest, you know, print, made in the U.S., printed in the Midwest. There you go. Okay, is this a plug for my merch? Absolutely, folks. If you like this hat that Miles just got, you can get your own on mandwalkmint.com, right? Yeah, Miles. Where can the audience find you? You can find us on all of our channels: Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram uh, at ohubetcha. O h h two h's. You betcha. Um, what about TikTok? Find us on TikTok. Same handle. See what I did there? I, I yeah, made yeah, sure yeah, that no, I could get a really handle that I could get across the whole way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, good. So oh, you betcha, and uh, or find us on ohubetcha.com. You can also find our podcast. You gotta go listen to our interview with Charlie. He actually wasn't even an interview. He just was the co-host. Co guest co-host. Yeah. Like it was like Regis and Kelly back in the day. Yeah, I was Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and so you gotta go check that out. That should just be You Bet Your Radio on all the channels. And uh yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Thanks. Good talking to you. Cripes. Okay, folks, I hope this was the best podcast interview of your life. As always, Gold Packers and the bears yeah real good okay oh you gotta edit that <laughs> one out now <laughs>
And that was my conversation with Miles, the You Betcha guy. Thank you all for listening. If you do think of it, rate and comment on this podcast. That helps us get higher in the whole magical algorithm thing. If you're too lazy, don't worry about it. I hope your brandy old-fashioned is sweet and your walleye is deep fried. Oh, yeah, but what if you like to boil the fish? Well, I hope it's well boiled. Yeah, we hope it's not soft and rubbery, okay? May it be flaky and fun, okay? Real good. All right, thanks for listening to the Cripes Cast. I will see you all or uh, be talking in your ears. Real good recovery there next week. Until then, keep her moving. Watch out for deer. Tell your folks I says hi. And go Packers and f*** the Bears. So roll out the barrel and get the band brewing. Life's got you down. Just keep her moving. It's on Wisconsin, the Badgers say it's the old Wisconsin Jubilee. You know, sometimes when you're ice fishing, you put your foot into walleye hole and go ass over tea kettle and you think you're done. No, you gotta keep her moving. <laughs>